welcome, 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 welcome. You are most welcome to the Dreamer Girl Podcast. My name is Bemisola. I am your host and I am so grateful that you tuned in. This is going to be lit. Hi guys, welcome to the Dreamer Girl Podcast. As always, I'm so thankful that you tuned in. This is episode 60. First of all, I hope you had a good week this past week. I hope that you grew this past week. How was your week? As always, how was your week? Um, what did you learn? How did you grow? What were some recurrent feelings that you had this past week? You know, if you go to statistics, if we were to take a sample of your dominant feelings this past week, what was the mode of the sample? Um, what were you feeling like most of the time? And then what were the thoughts that uh, undergirded those feelings? And did you notice them? You know, did you note them down? Did you think through, is this a legitimate feeling? Is this something I can deal with? And so on and so forth. I just hope that you had a good week, a conscious, aware week, you know, a week where you were conscious and aware. Yes. So now that that's out of the way, <laughs> the most important thing, honestly, because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, the point is that you're growing and that you are present for your life and you're making improvements if you need them. We all need them, but you know, just living life fully, I think living life fully. So yeah, this week on the podcast, I want to continue from where I stopped last week. So I continued on the question, what's the point? Um, and last week, on last episode, I was talking about regrets and the point is that you don't want to look back and wonder why did I do those things instead of other things? Why did I live like that? Why didn't I try? Why didn't I build a life that I actually wanted? Why did I make all those mistakes? You want to live a life, I, I think, you know, for most of us that you look back and you feel proud that your older self thanks your younger self and, and so on. Um, and it's so funny that this week I, I was actually listening to something and Bronnie Ware. So Bronnie Ware um, is an author and I think she she's a songwriter as well. But for a long time, she worked in palliative care. So she was attending to people that had serious conditions as well as people that were in the last couple of weeks before death, before passing. And she wrote um, a book and I think she's been on like book tours and a lot of interviews. And she talks about like the main regrets that people have when they're passing on, when they're about to pass on, when they're really close to the end of their lives. And the two, the two main ones, the first, well, let's start from the second one. The second one is that many people say, say, I wish I didn't work so hard. You know, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. And in her um, in her book and in her experience, that was something that men said more because she was working with people from an older generation. For so for most of them, the women hadn't been breadwinners, so it was mainly men that had that that regret that I worked so much and I missed everything. I missed my family, I missed my children, I missed their growth, and so I wish I hadn't worked so much. Even though some women also said it, so that was like the second biggest regret. I wish I hadn't worked so much, and then the first regret was, I wish I had lived. The life I wanted, like life on my own terms, like li a life that really resonated with me, a life that was true to to my deepest desires, to my deepest gifts, my deepest dreams. I wish I actually lived life on my terms, the life that I wanted. I hope I defined life for myself and lived it instead of living um, a life based on other people's expectations, based on what would other people think, what would other people, what would other people say? And I think that just really speaks closely to what I was talking about last week about regrets. And it's so important to keep thinking about these things that have those moments where you reflect and just stop and think, what in my life would I be so sad if I got to the end of my life and I never did? What would I, 
wish I had tried? What would I wish I had put out into the world? What would I wish I had created? Um, who would I wish I had spent more time with, you know, at the end of my life or at the end of their lives, you know, things like that. Just asking ourselves those important questions so that the most important things always remain at the forefront. And, and so for me, answers to those questions drive my day to day. So answers to those questions, those answers are the point, the answers I get to, you know, what, what is the picture of my life? What do I hope to, that when I see Jesus, I'll say, okay, Lord, this is what it is. This is what we did. You already know, but you know, you get what I'm saying. Um, and so those answers drive the point so that you don't have regret. So not wanting to get to, to the end of life or to even the end of a season, right? You know, sometimes I look back to high school and then university and wondering secondary school and university and wondering, you know, there were so many opportunities that because of fear, because of, um, laziness, to be honest, because of, not everybody was doing it. I didn't want to like stand out in that way. I just let those opportunities pass me by. And of course there's grace and there's, there's growth. And so such things will happen and you forgive yourself and you move on and you keep growing. But just looking back at them sometimes and thinking that was a good opportunity. And that feeling of regret is something that I do not want to reproduce multiple times. It's a, it's not something that I want to build up on. Like I want to stock up, let's stock up on regrets. Like we were packing tissue paper for cocoa. COVID-19 and so those things and so regrets the point is you don't want to live a life full of regrets I think it's such a hard and sad way to live and such a painful way to live so this week on the podcast I just want to continue that conversation um and today's what what the what's the point I think one thing is effort so when I think about effort that I read a lot and let me just quickly say this. I, you know, everybody says, you know, leaders are readers and that's true, you know, read, read books. But one thing that has been helpful to me is don't just read the books that everybody says that you should read because it's hard. Like classics are great, but if, if it's a classic, you don't relate to, don't force yourself to read it. Like the point of reading is not to say that I've read. The point is to actually grow and to learn the things that are interesting to you, to learn the things that you want to learn. So when I started reading books, I started reading romance novels. That's, I think that's where most people start. I think most of us start. I remember just one and I would read all Christian romance. Actually, I know I read a little Harley Quinn here and there, but for the most part it was, is it Harley Quinn? No, Harley Quinn is not the Christian one. Love inspired is the Christian one. There's one that escapes me right now. Never mind. I started reading, um, Christian novels, romance novels, starting out. And there was a time where I had read everything Francine Rivers ever wrote. I think except one series. Because I told my aunt to like help me buy. And I'm so grateful for she actually did. She bought me like all the books. And I read all of them. And I was like, this is great. So I started there. And then I think towards the end of secondary school. And then to university. I started reading nonfiction. And what I started reading was actually Christian nonfiction. It was Christian about womanhood and marriage and I, I said it on i think the episode about relationships or the one after about how i was in this place where i was like really mentally prime for marriage you know in quotes um so i had that season as well and then i started reading self-help and so and i'll read autobiographies and, th- and biographies as well so read things that you actually want to learn because i think that's the that's the way that's actually helping you right and so when people ask like how can i read more books that's one thing i always say like read what is interesting to you read what you actually want to learn and maybe at some point of course people recommend books and you know maybe you can read them at some point but if you're just starting out and you don't find non-fiction for example interesting then don't go and pick a non-fiction book that is supposedly a classic but you have no interest in it whatsoever or it's written in such um 
like old time English, um, archaic English, things like that. Pick something that's interesting to you, okay? So I say all that because I was about to talk about self-help books and how I, I used to, I read a lot of self-help actually, even till now. And self-help, that's trying not to be self-help, but it's still self-help. So because they're really practical, right? A lot of them are practical. And for me, many of them actually square off with the faith. It's like everything Proverbs says, but you don't just want to give credit to Solomon <laughs> and to the God of, to the God that inspires them. Anyway, so I read a lot of self-help. And but one self-help book that was really hard to read. And one is it even self-help? I think it's more market. Well, you can still put there like personal development and all of that. And it's this book by Grant Cardone, um, 10X. It was such a, a confronting book. Like most self-help makes you feel like, yes, yes, I can do it. Yes, let's go after it. But that book by Grant Cardone was not like that. It was really very, it was very, you're not doing enough. You say you want certain things, but you're not ready to put in the work. You say you want this life, but you're not ready to put in the work. It will take 10 times the effort you think it would take to achieve the things that you want. And of course, all the triggers in my head were good, but I have the grace of God and I'm already working so hard and there's more to life than working so hard again to what, um, Bronnie Ware was saying as well. But I remember actually when I started to, to try to listen objectively and not get so triggered and to actually just learn, it was so, such a good book and such a, a needed book because many times when we say this is the life i want many of us are not careful enough or conscious enough or patient enough or disciplined enough to say well what does that life look like on a day-to-day basis what can, what actions lead to that life and the point is when you sit down and you actually pick this life that you want whatever the life is and again like i said success you define success and that definition is allowed to change and evolve as you evolve as a person but when you sit down and say okay this is today right now this is my definition of success how do i get there and again the grace of god of course can change your plan and do things that you never thought would happen and shift it and connect you with certain people there's room for that but i think there's there's a way to live your life that you plan and you don't just leave everything on God. It's like when Bishop Ridiculous says that any faith that makes God absolutely responsible for the outcome of your life is an irresponsible faith. And you have places in the Bible where, you know, you have things like which of you wanting to build a house doesn't first sit down and count the cost. And so I think even though God will intercept and God would make great things happen and open doors, there's still a place for sitting down to plan what you need to do for the life that you think you've been called to or the life that you want. And so when you sit down and have that conversation, regardless what the success looks like today, knowing that it might change, um, as you grow, but just sitting down today and doing that, you realize that there are certain things that you need to do. And so the point of living in certain ways, because you've already sat down and you've looked at where you want to go and you realize this is the effort that's needed to take me there. This is what I need to be doing today. If that's where I want to be tomorrow. So it's related to regret, but it's, I think it's a step further that you already know that, okay, I don't want a life of regret. So I should have this conversation, but then it's not sitting down to have that conversation and that conversation guides your actions going forward. And so the point of living a certain way at, um, after such a conversation is knowing that, okay, I already defined this. This is the effort it, it would take. And Grant Cardone's book reminds you that when you first write the effort it would take, multiply that by 10 and understand that it would likely take much more than you're willing to give in the present, the much more than you're comfortable giving. It will require a stretch and a strain. And so the point is, when I think, what's the point? I already talked about the point. The first one is, of course, my faith, Jesus, everything he spoke about, living a life worthy. 
not worthy in order to win his approval because we already have his approval hallelujah for that but living a life that the holy spirit signs off on life led by the holy spirit a life that is pleasing to him a life that prioritizes him above everything else that's the point that's the first point the second point is you don't want to look back and say what did i do with my life um why did i make all these mistakes or why why did i end up here this is not what i wanted this is not even true to me what is the meaning of this what kind of life have i lived you don't want to end up there so those regrets and then the third one is effort it takes the point is that it takes work and it takes effort and it takes diligence and it takes discipline and it takes certain things to end at the life i want and so directly attached to that is the fact that what's the point the the outworking of that answer for you it will be different for many of us based on what success looks like so for me success looks like fulfilling the call of god on my life success looks like um when i have a family being present for my family and being a supportive um wife and submissive wife being a leader in in my industry like that's what success looks looks like for me today right as i think about it going forward for from today for my what I know as of today, but for somebody else, success might be a thousand follow. No, who wants a thousand followers? Sorry, a million followers on Instagram. Success might be being able to travel around the world. Success might be having all the ladies that you could ever want in life, or having having all the men that you could ever want, having the attention of all the men you could ever want. I'm not here to say this is the right success or this is the wrong success, but knowing what it looks like will affect what your outworking of what the point is for you so you can't expect someone whose goals are those to be living a life like i'm living of course i think hard work is like the same for almost all of us i think if you want any form of success it's going to take a level of work so maybe hard work will be consistent across the board but what hard work will look like for me will be different from someone whose dreams are totally different and so knowing that as well so it's not it's not this is not the episode to say this is the kind of dream you should have this is what you should define success as this is just the episode to say that the point is it takes effort to build a life that you love it will take effort to build the life that you want and so the point of living a certain way is that you've had that conversation and you realize that this is the way i need to live to have what i want so that's what I wanted to share on this episode and I would like to go into something else, but you know what? I think this is enough for today. We'll pick it up from here next week. As always, I'm so thankful that you tuned in. This has been Bim Sala on the Dreamer Girl podcast. As always, I'm so thankful that you tuned in. Till next week, keep going after your dreams. Love the life you have. Build the life you want. Bye, guys. <laughs>